The Big Nerd Podcast. Explore your inner nerd. Some call it a hobby, but if you're really into something, let's face it, you're nerdy about it. Whether that's video games, statistics, old books or cars, it's all geek to host Ray Besock as he takes you into the minds of his guests and his own nerdy obsessions. Now your host, Ray Besock and the Big Nerd Podcast. (laughs) He's so nerdy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of the Big Nerd Podcast. This is the B-I-G-N-E-R-D, Ray Bisak, coming to you once again from the Fortress of Nerditude. And this time, we are not talking... Well, we're not talking anything uh, typical nerdness. We're talking sports nerd. Every uh, four years nerdness. Every, yes, every four years nerdness. Uh, and that's Brady, by the way, joining us once again. You might remember Brady from the... Uh, Star Wars uh, episode of the Big Nerd Podcast. But, uh, yeah, we are talking about the Winter Olympics, and uh, this is not your typical nerd event, but you know what I mean. I mean, just... Uh, it's just weird, you know? It's different. You don't, it's not, you don't think about the biathlon but once per year, once every four years, and it comes during the Winter Olympics. Definitely don't think about curling except for four years, but... I would argue people think about curling way too much, but I can get to that later. I, I actually saw last night they actually had the... Uh, because uh, they actually the opening ceremony isn't until I guess tomorrow. I guess we see it tonight. Uh, or, no, the uh, thing is the opening ceremony is at six a.m. tomorrow local time, but it's yeah. eight p.m. in Russia or not Russia, uh, South Korea, <laughs> and then it'll be on tape delay here at eight p.m. Yeah, uh, that's what it was. But um, I actually saw the uh, U.S. Uh, mixed and new event this year: the mixed curling, mixed curling doubles team. The U.S. team beat the. Olympic athletes of Russia team really? in curling last night. Uh, it was on about one o'clock in the morning or so. I watched alpine skiing last night, and that was one of those things where I, you know, you, I've never been. You've probably never been skiing. Uh, no. You do not strike me as a ski type. <laughs> no, no, so, no. <laughs> I've only been skiing a handful of times, but you you watch them do the the alpine skiing, and it's this. Okay, first off, the mountain is intimidatingly giant. It's not. Oh yeah. Like, it's not even like the Black Diamond, the hardest you know mountain at a ski resort. It's like the Alps. It's insane. And then you watch them go down and they're just kind of like, you know, steadily doing it, but all while going 70 miles per hour and making, you know, 40 foot jumps and stuff. It was just amazing to watch it. And like some of the people they have do the the commentating, like it was Bodie Miller, who's one of the, probably the most notable um, American skiers. Probably the most dedicated yeah. people, right. And He's just like, oh yeah, I didn't really like that run from so-and-so because they were bending their knees too much. And I was like, what? They didn't fall down. That's pretty good to me. <laughs> yeah. As long as, if nobody falls down, I consider it a success right. on my part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're not up to stuff on it, there's 15, well, there's only 15 events in the Winter Olympics. There's 102 medal events uh, across the 15 disciplines. Four events were added this year, new ones. Uh, we already talked about mixed doubles curling, which sure. we'll go back to curling in a little bit. Uh, there's speed skating mass start, which is interesting. Usually it's just a two-person uh, start, and they'll uh, they'll do they'll, their... they'll be uh, either wrap behind each other, or I guess the there's also one where uh, they go opposite directions. Go opposite directions. Uh, there's big air snowboarding. Harken uh, back to the X Games, X Winter X Games, right. and there's uh, freestyle skiing, and it's not like freestyle dancing; it's just freestyle skiing. Freestyle, it's not, very X Gamesy too. There, yeah. Um, 
And that's just basically like, you know, freestyle snowboarding. They have that. And uh, Sean White, uh, another big name, that he'll be back, back for his, I think, his fifth Winter Olympics, which it's is pretty weird because. wild how old Sean White yeah. is now. Like, what, Sean White's got to be almost 40 at this point. Like, I, I, it's, it's, it's crazy because you think, like, Sean White is the Tony Hawk of snowboarding. Yeah. And, and, to, and Sean White used to be like, skate, used to go <coughs> skateboard with Tony Hawk in the X Games, too. That's the crazy part, too, how long he goes back when he was like a teenager. But, no, here's the thing is, I was. You mentioned speed skating, and so that's probably like my number one to watch, just because. Oh, it's it's fun. It's, it's exciting, fun. and yeah, I mean, literally like an inch one way or the other, and you go down because those skis, you're like four inches off the ground on top. So it's like going in like I guess from what women would think of high, like skiing in high heels, basically compared to skating, skating, yeah, or skating, yeah. And so, funny weird thing is, so my parents' current house, we moved into that house when I was like in eighth grade so i don't know 10 12 years ago this is in michigan this is in michigan right and so the people that lived there before us their son was a pretty good speed skater i forget what type or what discipline or anything but he was good and apparently he was roommates with probably the most notable american speed skater of all time which would be apollo anton ono who's the broadcaster for most of the speed skating stuff but they were like roommates and buddies in huh. those just like it's a very random thing, but like it's kind of just funny that like my bedroom as a teenager was the same as this guy who was almost good enough to make Team USA, I guess, but not quite. It, it's like it, the bedroom's like if the bedroom could talk, say, "All right, we've got a real athlete here." Then Brady comes along. And it's like, oh, it's crap. more like twenty-seven degrees of fame from Brady to somebody else. So, yeah. Uh, again, uh, uh, we were talking about curling. You know what? That is just—it's weird how that—it's—it's it's so popular. It's because it's basically to me, it's like shuffleboard on ice. It is one hundred percent, and it's one of those things where people like because they think they can do it. Because really, if you look at most of these events, that's the one that people would be like, "I can do that." So everyone just talks about it and talks about it and talks about it, and it almost went from being like cute and cool so now it's just kind of annoying people just talk about curling so dang much i i, I mean I, I was watching it last night and uh you know i said the uh uh the olympic athletes from russia russia if you didn't know was uh banned from uh winter olympic competition because of the uh the doping, doping scandals scandal. and uh when i when i first started watching it last night they said oar on there had the olympic flags so, okay these are you know uh Somebody that doesn't have an official team, whatever. Oh, that, they are. You mean it's that really crappy band from like the yeah. late two thousands? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was like, I, I didn't have the sound on, so I was watching it elsewhere. Um, and uh, I was like, all right, who are these? What is it? I, okay, and then I realized, oh, Olympic athletes of Russia. Okay, so you know the Russians are here. They have, they're competing in multiple sports. They can win medals, but Russia as a country will not get any medals at all. Oh, so they didn't? They're not banning the all of the individual athletes. No, just the, see, it's one of those stories that you like follow, and it's like a the Winter Olympics are kind of like you know Mitchy, and then b like you know the Olympics are about patriotism and all that. People only care about their country during the Olympics. So, like, how much are you really going to focus on what Russian athletes are going to be doing? Well, and that's the other thing. Uh, you know, you look at it. The Olympics every four years, World Cup soccer every four years, for men and women. Uh, it's the only time where you can, you can unite left-wing liberals with right-wing conservatives into one common goal and can go USA, go USA. So, uh, you know, I, if you've seen it with World Cup soccer, people get up at 11 o'clock in the morning, go to the bar, uh -huh. get plastered, and watch soccer. And right. some people feel feel that's the only way you can watch soccer, <laughs> but uh, at least in this country. But, uh, you know, that's just, it, it's, it's amazing how just something as simple as 
speed skating or curling or not that's not saying it's simple but something as like a, a sport of can just bring people together it's it's always been a unifying uh, uh event right well, that's definitely true here's the other thing about it is you look at some of these things and so you know I remember growing up in the Winter Wonderland, there was a... Uh, of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there an athletics uh, complex where you could learn how to luge. Uh, there was, again, this guy was pretty good loser for the United States for like... He competed from Salt Lake City until two Winter Olympics ago, hmm. maybe. But he competed in quite a few. His name was Mark Vermette. But he was like one of the top luge guys. And so I never really did it, but I had a couple of friends who spent like a year training in luge and stuff and like you know getting on the little sled and going down but then you've got luges like deformed cousin skeleton which yeah. is like so luge is scary because you're going 50 to 60 miles an hour on a feet sled, first feet first skeleton is insane because you're doing the same thing only face first why <laughs> like why i okay football your brain can get smothered yes skeleton you're Skeleton can get pulled out of your body. Forget that. Well, that's that's that's. That, I guess that's the appeal, actually, of a lot of these sports. Like, okay, I really wouldn't watch this any other time, except for when these guys crash. They crash. I mean, alpine skiing. You see it, and they, you know, you see the old wide world of sports thing where the guys tumbling down the mountain, and his skis are going this way, and his helmet's going this way. And, and yeah, arms and, and you know, and they, and they have that safety netting there, but it doesn't seem to stop much. I mean, a little bit, but it, it seems like they get curled up in the netting more. It's like they're a, 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 a dolphin caught in a tuna net or something. <laughs> it's just, and that's probably a poor analogy, but well, um, no, but. The crash aspect of this whole thing, uh, ski jumping, you look at that, that flying off this huge hill, and, uh, you know, that, that it's, it's crazy. I mean, I guess they just put it that, that, that movie uh, on Eddie the Eagle, the Britain guy, uh, of recently, I can't remember what it might have been called, Eddie the Eagle, Fraud. I think but, you're right, it is. Uh, and, uh, you know, just, I remember him when he was at the height of his popularity, he wasn't going to win a medal, but the fact that he was British and doing this was like this huge thing. Right. It's one of those things, too, where you have, you know, traditionally, like, the United States and Russia and Sweden and those ones, you know, places that are, you have winter that have it. And then there are these places that just, like, send two athletes. That that send two athletes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean and again, I looked that up. Uh, you know, it's like Tonga. Tonga has a winter Olympic athlete. I don't know where Tonga even is. Uh, it's I somewhere in the, in the Pacific, I think. Uh, sure? I think. Yeah, Tonga, it's, got, it's close to Fiji. All right, I got I to fact check you. Keep reading. <laughs> yeah, but Tonga has a cross-country skier in the Winter Olympics. You can practice that no matter where it's you just, are. It's just amazing that, you know, Tonga, I mean, that's, you think Tonga is the uh, uh, Tonga and Fiji or Samoa and Fiji, oh, right, you know, you're right. it's, with it's the... Uh, little triangle of Fiji. Like, yep. like, Tonga is good at rugby, you know, you because like Fiji and Samoa, uh, you know, you just wouldn't think they would have a cross country skier. Then you have a place like Malta, which I guess is a part of the part of the European uh, uh-huh. coalition, whatever. Uh, and the alpine skiing, okay, but they only have one athlete going. Um, Thailand has four what? Winter Olympic athletes. You've got two in alpine skiing and two in cross country skiing. Cross-country skiing is a bore, man. It's, it, it, again, it's one of those things you only watch if there's an American competing in it. And, you know. I wouldn't even watch if American was competing in cross-country skiing. It's just so slow. 
You know, honestly, the one that I would watch that includes that is the biathlon. Yeah, well, this is shooting at that. Yeah, gun and it's like <laughs> it's kind of like military, like movie kind of thing. Like you're at least there's some sort of levels to it. Yeah, I think we're um, uh, there's a chance that the U.S. gonna met his first medal in biathlon. Uh, a, I can't remember the woman's name, but uh, it was part of what I was researching, and uh, apparently we're trying to get our first Olympic medal in biathlon this year. It's kind of crazy that there is there are events where the U.S. hasn't gotten a medal yet. Like, well, I mean, you, you look, think that with all the people we have and all of the like ability to do things like that, yeah, and train for them, that we would have a medal in pretty much everything. But again, you know, you harken back to you know again you talk about countries that you wouldn't think. Bermuda has a winter athlete. That's weird. In cross-country skiing. <laughs> it's like, how, how do you do that? A, maybe there's a correlation between cross-country skiing on sand and cross-country skiing on snow. Or maybe we're just forgetting that Tonga also has a gigantic snow-covered mountain. They might. I mean, Although, I, if I'm looking at this map, I'm looking at Tonga right now, and the highway appears to be about the size of I-4 from here to Orlando. <laughs> so, And there's one city, Nuku'alufa. Okay. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, um, again, Bermuda, you know, what, what the... You, know, you think back to uh, Cool Runnings in Jamaica, the, the story of the Jamaican bobsled team, the four-man bobsled team, and Jamaica's actually going to be... Jamaica actually has a skeleton uh, competitor and a uh, two-man female, or two-woman female bobsled team. Wait, okay. And what is being pitched as a Pacific version of the hit 1993 film Cool Runnings, Tongan Pita Tapatufofu, I think that's right, <laughs> has qualified for the cross-country skiing event at the Winter Olympics. Not only is there no snow in the Pacific Island country of Tonga, but Tafu de Tofo only saw snow for the first time in his life two years ago. This was in 2018. So that dude saw snow in 2016. So you'll, you'll probably, if you're, if you're into cross-country skiing or you're going to watch the Winter Olympics, you'll I'll definitely... watch it for that guy. You'll, yeah, exactly. That's yes. what I'm saying. You'll definitely watch it for these guys that are, are it's like, how the heck did he get here? Because you know? they're going to feature him. You know that. So, right. um, you know, I, go back to, you know, the Jamaican bobsled team and how they trained and everything and the uh, push cart diary, as they said. Uh, I can't even do the accent right. I just remember the, the movie. You know. No, no, let's do this right now. You have to say, you have to say, welcome to the Winter Olympics in Pyongyang. You have to say it in your best Jamaican accent. Uh, I can't do, do that right now. Then I can do it. I'll do it. All right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Hey, man, welcome to the Winter Olympics in Pyongyang. <laughs> your turn. <laughs> now I'll I'll top of that. No, you have to. I'll, do top, it. I'll top of that with Sanka. You dead man? <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, this that that's what makes I said the whole thing is it. The Winter Olympics brings interesting stories. I mean, the Olympic, the Summer Games are always good, obviously, but the Winter Games this adds a little bit more flair to it. You get less stories like this. Uh, whatever his name was uh, from from Tonga, yeah, um, and. You get, it's more interesting to me, but uh, yeah. you know, if you get into the, the bigger sports like hockey, and this year there's no NHL players nope. competing in the Olympics, which makes it even wider, well, more wide open for uh, maybe a European team to win a gold medal. Uh, well, Norway, Sweden. Or, the U.S. was never going to win the gold medal in hockey. They never do. But well, they think that they have, they have. If I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. Um, Someone else will win silver, though. Canada will win gold. Oh, no, I guess Canada won't because there's no NHL players, so Canada won't. That's what right. I'm saying. It's all junior, it's all junior hockey teams. I would still say Canada is the one because... Oh, yeah, you know. Canada's got to be considered the favorite just because, A, 
It's Canada. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and try and like trumpet my horn as being some sort of hockey expert, <laughs> but I will tell you that looking at the hockey roster, I recognize five or six names, and the captain of the team is Brian Giancia. Brian Giancia played in the NHL for a long time, but he is like almost 40, and he hasn't played in the NHL since like 2014. So that's our, that's our captain is an old... Too old for the NHL guy. I think so, he used to play for the Devils, didn't he? Yes. Gianta? Yeah, okay. So it'll be interesting to see if they what, what it's like. I mean, I would imagine the, the crappy thing is that the hockey won't be as good as it used to be. I mean, I can remember the last Winter Olympics. That was, like, so intense. Well, I remember watching, um, it might have been the last one, or maybe even eight years ago, uh, watching the Canada-U.S. gold medal game. That was the one I'm talking about. That's two years ago. At, two Olympics ago. At, 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 at a local bar here with people that don't usually watch hockey. And we're all, you know, like all excited, you know, USA, and I think it was the overtime uh, yeah. the overtime game that uh, I can't remember. Uh, it might have been Crosby that Crosby won it, actually. And <laughs> darn <Yeah>. you. <laughs> you know, what's funny is there was uh, the U.S. and Canadian women's hockey teams played a tournament Actually, there was, I believe, Sweden was there. There was four teams, but they played a tournament in Tampa at Emily Arena. And we got uh, free tickets. So my fiance and I went to go watch, and we're thinking, like, I don't know, what's it going to be like? I mean, yeah, because there's no checking, you know. No, it's not, yeah, there's not a lot. Not, of, nobody's going to be dropping the gloves. No. <laughs> but, like, you know, we were just going to go and check it out. And we go, and maybe there was, might have only been 1,000, 1,500 people there. But we're, like, on the glass watching. And these girls are, they're good. They're, they're still, I mean, it's... You can, although I will say there's there's been things written that like in the women's national teams training they've lost to like high school boys teams up in the northeast, but it's watching Canada and U.S. the two best teams play was pretty fun, and especially from being like right there. And even though it wasn't an NHL game or anything like that, I don't think I could go to a hockey game again and sit in the upper nosebleeds and like enjoy it as much as I enjoyed that game from being right there and watching. You, you pick up so much of the speed of it. I mean, it's just... Yeah, I know. I can only imagine how much different it would be if it was like the, you know, the Lightning versus the Canadians or whatever. Somebody, yeah. You know. Um, another part of the Olympics, uh, the Olympics I, I, I love to learn about, about, learn out about a little bit, is the the fans. You get... Last night I saw, during the, the dub, mixed curling doubles match again that I saw last night, that there was there were Korean fans in the stands... And they had they're decked out in uh, hats that had the Korean flags on them, and it's just so fun to watch people get wrapped up so so wrapped up in it. Right. I mean, this. I mean, obviously you you're a Lions fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. We get wrapped up in you know our own little thing, but this is like I said, it's a national event. So it's a world event. Yeah. Combined into Pyeongchang, I think I said it right. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's just. It's it's so special. It's only four years, you know, every four years, and it's it's just one of those things that like I say it's just, it's just a unifying event that brings uh, your 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 uncle your uncle that you don't like on Facebook. All of a sudden, you grin, go USA, and you know I said it earlier. It's just funny that you wouldn't talk to these people at Thanksgiving because you can't stand them, but you'll you'll cheer for them on Facebook. Yeah, you know? so that's true. Um, but yeah, so I mean. It should be fun. You know, like I said, the the um, opening ceremonies are Friday night. We'll be on TV Friday night. And then, really, I would say, first day that uh, things start is tomorrow. You'll have alpine skiing, curling, figure skating, freestyle skiing. Figure skating is like the swimming equivalent of the Winter Olympics. Everyone becomes a figure yeah. skating aficionado. Luge starts that day. And then Saturday is really the big one. Alpine skiing, biathlon, cross country, curling, ice hockey, luge, 
short track speed skating, ski jumping, snowboard. And the first uh, the first medals given out will be speed skating on the first day, ski jumping, short track, cross country, and biathlon. And uh, I know we'll be uh, we'll be and the good thing about this uh, the Winter Olympics or any Olympics in another country especially on the other side of the world, is that it's good for late-night TV viewing. <laughs> yeah, if you're the one that stays up until 2 o'clock in the morning, you're going to be able to catch a lot of it. That's where I watched the Alpine skiing last night. It was at, like, midnight. So. Yes, and yes, I am. And so is Brady, because that's how we work here. So, yes. But, uh, all right, folks, uh, we'll keep, keep, keep it short this time. Um, next week, uh, we will be back again. Uh, I think we uh, got some topics coming up on video games. Uh, we've got a poker podcast coming up. And... Um, I think next week I'm going to try to get uh, Dr. Melissa Gar from Florida Southern over here and talk about uh, feminism in comic books and movies, uh, comic book movies actually, and how uh, the role of women has uh, evolved in um, in comics, especially uh, with Wonder Woman coming out and uh, a few other movies uh, that have gained popularity and you know, female characters. Um, but uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, the Big Nerd Podcast does have a Twitter feed now. It's at Big Nerd Podcast, so you can uh, talk to us there uh, or email uh, BigNerdPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, that's about it. Just remember, guys, nerd is not just a four-letter word. It's a lifestyle.